In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I think Jesus does want us to take his joke upon us. <laughs> I think that's a great interpretation of this passage. The laughter of God uh, instead of the wearisome, laborsome sacrifice that we think <laughs> we are called to so much of the time. What's that for the peanut gallery? Talus. Talus. <laughs> I like that hymn. All right. <laughs> Jesus wants us to take his joke upon us. He comes to deliver us from that tyranny of our efforts to always earn God's love, right? He is for us the image of the invisible God. God incarnate, fully human and fully divine, and through his life, his birth, his ministry, his teaching, healing, his table fellowship with all those scruffy outcasts. And through his death, his betrayal, his suffering, crucifixion, burial, and descent into hell, his resurrection and ascension. Through all of this, he reveals the Father to us. The image of the invisible God in his face, we see that God is not waiting to be appeased by ever more desperate acts of sacrifice on our part, as we've often long suspected, but God is constantly pouring out mercy upon us without condition. A sure foundation of loving kindness that sets us free from that hard labor and servitude to finally receive God's love as trusting children. So in today's gospel, we hear Jesus address us as ones who are weary, ones whose shoulders ache from the weight of the burdens we thought we had to take up, the weight of the burdens others have placed on us. Into our packed mule existence, Jesus speaks, come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for, our soul, for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What are the burdens laid across your back this morning? The heavy pack you may be carrying. What would it look like to let Jesus give you rest? To let Jesus pull the pack off your back, take the wood off Isaac's shoulders. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. Jesus wants to show us a different way. A lighthearted way, a gentle, humble, low-to-the-ground, narrow way. All that luggage just won't fit. I was traveling last week and took the train from the JFK airport to my friend's wedding in Connecticut. So I had the heavy-laden transit experience of fumbling a metro card, trying to hoist a suitcase through a subway turnstile as its arm swung around to dig into my oversized backpack behind me. There has got to be an easier way. There's a push bar door, it turns out. <laughs> Jesus is inviting us to an easier way. A life where we have no need to strap on all our good deeds or spiritual achievements or moral reputation as we approach God. 
these fear-driven attempts to justify ourselves are heavy. They make us weary. And they're simply not necessary. No one can earn what God has already freely given. Mercy without condition. Loving kindness spread out as a firm foundation. Love offered not because we've earned it or proved we deserve it, but simply because God is love. Overflowing, boundary-crossing love is God's very nature. Water is wet. God is love. Love that you can't earn and can't lose. Grace is Jesus' easy yoke. It's all been done for us. Divine love and mercy without condition. Milk and honey without price. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Does it sound too easy? I wonder. It's really very hard for us to accept this unconditional love. Sure, unconditional love for other people. That makes sense. But for me, right? For each of us. For me, for you, in a hundred ways, our personal histories and unique life situations fit us out with oversized Dr. Seussian burdens, precariously stacked high. Surely even my discomfort with free grace is itself disqualifying, right? No, that too is held. You will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. This learning to let God love us is, I think, the gracious work of a lifetime. Sometimes we have to wear ourselves out, thrashing around, working hard, sacrificing, until we are tired enough to be quieted on Jesus' breast. I don't know if we have to do that, but a lot of us have to do that. Sometimes we have to exhaust our own efforts to be able to open up to the reality of grace given before anything we can do. It's the work of a lifetime. We backslide into self-righteousness. We backslide into self-reliance. Backslide into self-improvement. So it's important to watch for that telltale grasping whisper of the attempt to do it for ourselves, by ourselves, reasserting itself again and again. Paul, that recovering, self-reliant, do-it-yourselfer-in-chief, jokes in the letter to the Romans that I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. He's joking yet utterly serious. When Paul wanted to do what was good, when Saul wanted to prove he was good, he pushed himself to make sure he was keeping every bit of the law. Where did he end up under that burden of self-driven effort? Enslaved to self-righteous violence, rounding up Christians to be killed. When he feels himself returning to that murderous perfectionism in the name of God no less, when he wants to do what is good, he knows evil lies close at hand. Problem isn't with the law itself or with doing what's good. Paul says it's that we can't actually rely on our own deeds to save us. On our own, we do not do what we want, but we do the very thing we hate. We end up in the same patterns over and over. That's the yoke of bondage, the overburdened weariness, trying to earn a love that is already freely given. 
Paul's life in the Spirit means trusting God in faith. Not trying to do what is good by ourselves, but letting God love us. Letting Jesus feed us and wash us and care for us. Letting the Holy Spirit live in us and through us. A lively faith like that always bears fruit. Works of mercy, justice, and peace will flow through us naturally. Though we won't be able to take credit for them anymore. That's the rub. It is not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And prayer, too, goes from being something we think we are doing to something that flows up in us in the Spirit. Prayer is God's gentle and humble work in us, not our own righteous accomplishment. There's nothing to do, no sacrifice to make except a heart cracked open to receive God's mercy. Mercy, not sacrifice. Abraham, Abraham, put down the knife. Jesus comes to give us his rest, and we find it like the beloved disciple, lean against his breast. Through all the difficulties of life, which do not go away much as we might wish, we are held in loving kindness and mercy. Our work, our work which is really rest, is to come to Jesus and learn from him. Learn from him about trusting God, as a child trusts a reliable, loving parent. Depending on God is an easy yoke. You will find rest for your souls. That's the grace that's hidden for those who think they are wise, who trust in themselves, but is revealed to infants. That's the faith that's on display when we can receive everything just as it is and respond accordingly, dancing when the flute plays, wailing along with the mourners. There's incredible ease to be found in letting everything be exactly as it is. Trusting that God is in it, shaping it for our good. When it's time to dance, there comes a point where it actually takes more effort not to dance. When it's time to mourn, more effort to refuse to cry than to simply let the tears fall. Resisting the reality of what is being given in each moment, be it mourning or dancing, weighs us down. It's a heavy burden. Heavy burden to fight reality. And thanks be to God, we don't have to carry it any longer. Learning from Jesus, gentle and humble. We can start to offer others the same rest we have found. As we develop the capacity to meet people where they are. Not fixing up or toning down or trying to tame what we think is too much. Those are forms of placing burdens on their backs. This is that blessed capacity to rest. Let everything be as it is, rest in everything just as it is, and find that God is at the center of it, working out into the world through every limber limb, bodied out into the world in our own flesh, miraculously you and me. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls.
For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen.